Hello, and welcome to the Workplace Happiness Podcast. In upcoming episodes, we're going to be focusing on working from home. With more and more people working remotely, it's important to know how to work comfortably and efficiently from the comfort of your own home. The idea of flexible working options or working from remote locations has certainly been on the rise in recent years. In 2019, a survey found that 61% of global companies were offering some kind of remote working policies. It was also found that 80% of people would turn down a job that didn't have flexible working options when faced with two similar jobs to choose from. And now, the current global pandemic of COVID-19 has accelerated the need for businesses to accommodate home working where possible. In upcoming episodes, we'll be speaking to people about their working lives and how they're adapting to working from home. I'm delighted to talk once more to Lucy Cavendish, the um, brilliant, brilliant former journalist who interviewed amazing people all over the world, including Cher, and she can always tell a good story about that, but also uh, is a counsellor and left journalism to become a counsellor. Lucy, uh, welcome to this podcast. My first question to you is this, what was your normal working day like before the coronavirus lockdown? Uh, my normal working day, I don't really have a normal working day, but but essentially on Mondays and Tuesdays, I work at a therapy centre in London. Wednesdays, I work from home and at a, a secondary school. Thursdays, I work at a secondary school and then in Oxford at the ther- at my therapy centre in Oxford. And Fridays, I work in Oxford. So that's what my working day is like and like any other person I was going to say mother but I don't want to be sexist in between all that was shopping cooking cleaning getting everything for, for, for four kids so busy really busy and so tell me what's your working life like now with the lockdown um I went into London for my last day on Monday And that was mainly because I have some clients that were finding it really difficult, the concept of going online. It became very clear to me that that was the way it was going, that that, that everything was going to, you know, that we were all going to have to work from home, that I wasn't going to be able to go into London. Uh, People thought I was a bit mad going in, but the therapy centre's highly cleaned and sanitised. But when I was in there, I realised I was the only person in there. And that, that made me feel very vulnerable. I thought, well, everyone else obviously thinks this is very serious and I'm here in London, observing the two-metre rule and everything. And so I drove out on Monday night and I felt really emotional. You know, I've worked in London, I've lived in London, it's been a huge part of my life. Um, I grew up for a period of time and I realised that that was probably the last time I was going to be in London for maybe for quite some time now. So I felt quite sad and it, and it feels that things have really shifted. But actually, in terms of my working life, um, all my clients have gone online. And so we're muddling through. We're finding our way through this new platform. For some clients, it works really well. For other people, it's more of a struggle. So my working days, well, I tell you what I do. I make sure I get up and get myself dressed and I put my makeup on. You know, I, I've done all these online tutorials because everyone's been brilliant. There's a lot of online help of how to actually do stuff online, how to make Zoom work, you know, or, or whatever platform you're using. 
but I make sure I get up and do exactly what I'm doing if I was going to work. So I'm not seeing people in my pajamas or like in a, in a top and then my pajamas underneath. Uh, the difficulty is I've got my kids at home. I've got two cats that spend their lives meowing. I've got three dogs that bark incessantly. So trying to keep the space quiet and private feels quite hard. Um, yeah, it's a very different relationship. And I'm beginning to try work that out. And for a, a lot of people, they've either got no work now or work's dried up uh, and there's very little. Uh, yeah. For you. Oh, no, counselling is probably the one area that um, is booming. <laughs> um, it's, it's something that people really need and want right now because they're very anxious. Um, I, so how is my, in terms of my life has changed, for clients of mine that are suffering, I have quite a few people in the arts and theatre. They're not, they're not being paid. They don't know how the pay will work from the government because that's all very up in the air and you've got to apply. So I'm offering people reduced fees. You know, I'm, I'm being really, really flexible about fees and, and um, you know, my availability. And I'm trying to help people through as much as I can do. And actually the Oxford Centre, we're offering 10 weeks um, group therapy for free for the community because it's people are really suffering with terrible anxiety and fear. And I've got some clients that are absolutely fine, loving it, you know, they're at home with their kids, they're having a great time. I've got other clients who are absolutely terrified. So I think the job I'm doing now feels very, very important, probably more than ever. I, I think lots of people would agree with you, Lucy. And what, what would your, um, your advice be to people in general? Well, okay. I, um, this might sound a bit, you know, I'm a bit out there in terms of, uh, you know, I do a lot of body mind work, getting very, 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 very stressed out about it and anxious and short of breath and panicky is, is not helping your immune system. So I'm really trying to give people some really practical advice. Actually, what people want is practical advice. What do I do? I've got four kids and I line them up like the Von Trapps, right? And I just put vitamin D, vitamin D, vitamin D, vitamin D. Vitamin C, and I've got them all lined up and I'm shoving vitamins down them and I'm cooking them really good food. And actually, I don't know if that makes any difference. What I do know, it makes them feel that they've got some kind of purchase and control over what's happening, that I'm there saying it's all going to be fine. This is what we're doing. We're all going to be, you know, everything's going to be great. Don't stress don't stress about it because the more stressed we get about it, you know, the more our body reacts to it and the more vulnerable we become. So I'm really trying to keep people um, engaged, connected, talking to people online. You know, the community online is amazing. You can do a workout, you can watch the opera, you can do, you know, a course in studying James Joyce. You can do a million other things. You can hear audible books. You know, there's a whole online world that's available for people at home that I think it's really worth engaging with, you know, what do I really want to do with this time so that I engage my brain, I engage my body. And it's really important if we sit in isolation and, and get really, really worried, that's not really going to help. So we need to keep, we need to keep talking. We need to keep connecting. You know, we need to, I don't know. I mean, I'm very, very lucky. I live in the countryside 
I'm looking out at a field and some deer running around. You know, I can go out of my front door and I can walk and there's no one there and I can be outside every minute of the day if I want to, if I wasn't working, you know. So I'm fortunate, but, but not everyone has that, obviously. And it's, and it's very frightening for them. So it's try to control the fear, but keep connecting with people. And what are your um, top three tips for working from home? Oh, okay. My top three tips would be get up as if you're going to work. You know, do your hair, whatever you do. Whatever you do to go to work, say hair and makeup, but, you know, not everyone does hair and makeup to go to work. But, you know, dress up, get yourself in the mindset in the way you would do when you go to work. If you're not working, but you're being paid, you know, by your employer through the government scheme, happy days, you know, <laughs> really, if you're, if you're going to get your 2,500 months or whatever, and you're not, you're not required to go to work, then actually think about what you want to do with that time, because you're going to have a lot of, you know, you may never have this time again, people are paying you to stay at home. Um, but if you're working from home, if you need an online tutor, use the internet, really use the internet, go online and do tutorials about how do I work Zoom, for example. You know, don't just sit there and jab at the computer and say it's not working. You know, do what you would do in your job. Make yourself effective. Um, cook yourself good food if you can get the food. But, you know, we can. I mean, I, I, my lo local supermarket is empty, apart from fresh fruit and vegetables. There's like piles of fresh food. So, you know, cook, get yourself some fresh food every day. Plan, map out your day um, so that you know what you're doing. Build in time to go for some form of exercise. Go for a walk, go for a cycle ride, do an online yoga class. And the days go really quickly. And don't panic, breathe. <laughs> you know, breathe and don't panic. Uh, and check in with people, check in with your old people. And, and tell me for you, what's the hardest thing about now working from home? You described being very emotional when you left London, thinking that you might not see it again for a while. Well, you see, I love being at home. <laughs> you know, I'm happy. I'm, I love being at home and I love having my kids at home and I love not having to get up and go, where's your uniform? Where's your, you know? For me, this is like a this is practically quite a lovely thing for me. Um, the hardest thing is actually screen exhaustion. There's a point at which looking at a screen is really tiring, um, and I think we all miss the nuances of physical contact with people, seeing people. Um, also, there is part of me that feels guilty that I'm not as available for my kids. You know, I've also got other people to look after, you know, not just my clients. I've also got my own children to look after. And I feel a bit guilty about that. In fact, I feel really guilty about that. They're being brilliant. They're being really amazing. But I think they'd like me to spend more time with them. And I think they thought, oh, great. You know, everyone's working from home. We'll get more time with mum. So I'm going to have to adjust my working life and think about how I can move things around a bit so that I'm more available to help them with their schoolwork and stuff. And I think that is a big dilemma for parents, is how to balance their, well, it's always been the same dilemma. How do we balance our working life with our home life? And now, now they're both in the same space. So that's probably, for a lot of people, very difficult. How do I work and look after my children and get them educated and, cook and what are all those other things 
Um, and then on a, on a very, uh, this isn't a working thing, but I think a lot of people aren't used to being around each other. For a lot of families, this is going to be very, very difficult. And are you doing more counselling in that area? Relate and... Uh... I have moved couples online. That's much more difficult because you're seeing two people uh, rather than one. But I've done some couple sessions online and it's going well. But yes, you know, it's, it's an area that's going, to be, that's going to be a very big area. I think that's going to be very difficult for people. And for a lot of teenagers, and a lot of my clients are teenagers, uh, the idea of being made to stay at home with their parents and their siblings is hell. It's absolutely, they are like, I would rather do anything than have to do this. Uh, so, what advice are you giving them, Lucy? I think it's a fantastic opportunity for people to sort stuff out. You know, if you've got to be with each other, you're going to have to work out um, how that's going to play. For some teenagers, it's brilliant because they say, I'm an introvert. I've always been an introvert. Thank goodness I don't have to go out anymore because my parents, brackets who are extroverts, can't understand why I just want to stay in my room. And now I can stay in my room. And also a lot of teenagers are saying, my parents moan at me about being on my handheld devices. And now actually, you know, they're telling me to go on my devices. So for some teenagers, it's fantastic. And I think they feel they've been, you know, proved right that actually the internet is a fantastic resource and isn't something to be terrified of. So that's, that's a good thing. Um, everyone can go out and exercise once a day. And so that's my biggest thing with them is, is, is you've got to go and do exercise. And if you're frightened to go outside, maybe you're in a city and you're really frightened about it, then you need to find a space to, to do um, an exercise thing. And obviously for me, because I'm a bore, you know, read books, you know, they hate that. Read a book, pick up a book and read a book. So sometimes I might set them a chapter from a book that they can then talk to me about. And then they say, oh, my goodness, I didn't know books were so great. I'm like, yeah, amazing, isn't it? You know? <laughs> and, and Lucy, having said that and to, to finish, what's the best thing about working from home all the time? Oh, I just love being at home. I love being at home. Um, I see my kids. I can cuddle my dogs. I can stroke the cats. I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to get the train. I can just be here. I get up in the morning and I, and I don't have to go anywhere. And um, I love that. That's fantastic. Brilliant. Lucy Cavendish, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Enjoy your isolation. I think you're going to make the very, very best of it. Thank you. Thank you.